You guys are on air right now. <laughs> What do you want to talk Wait. about? <laughs> Did anyone else need to bite it out? Yes. yes. That was. I wanted to actually tell him uh, that I'm I wanted like, to actually tell him that I wiped that shit out. Gag, but the fact that he's still breathing through. We'll, we'll, it's like, no, it might as well just say no longer service. Bye. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get on that. <laughs> what do we want to talk about? Good afternoon. Uh, it's a beautiful Sunday. It's July 5th. Uh, these are masks that I've been commissioned to make by an organization that studies uh, meat-like alternatives, uh-huh. and they dye this shit to look How like many of them are you giving away to whoever you're making them for? Uh, I'm making 150 for them. No, but you know. And this is a bag of about, like, 70. Like, depending on the time, you know, I'm a fan of theft. Oh, I want one! <laughs> Oh, I will. I will give you. These are not going to be finished, but you guys I want one to be layered. In um, what way? I want. Them, it's kind of like folded, so it looks like three. Like it's like a folded style mask. And I want one because the oh, last one oh, I you, had. Oh, you mean here, the ones with the pleats? Yeah, I want one of those, like like just like straight, not like curved. Because when I brought one here, it was the most beautiful mask I've ever seen. And I do not know where it is now, and I want to cry. Somebody <laughs> probably took that shit from you. So now I have to tell the person to make me another one. I don't even know when they're gonna get the fabric. <laughs> I don't know. I tried in the beginning to make the pleated ones, and they're way harder to make than these. So I was like, I'm not doing that. But um, I can try. I feel like the I feel like the mask depends on the fabric. Like yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, like, I have nothing against wearing masks. I just want to wear one that looks good, like. Yeah, for sure. But it's such an opportunity for fashion, like, it for is. fashion It is. Oh, statement. my God. We're going to have these for a while. Because people have to look you in your eye. It's like a new way of communicating now. Like, you really get into people. You're well, forced to make eye contact now. Forward? Yeah, it's very interesting. You have to definitely, that's your only access to the person. And also, like, I was talking about catcalling. Like, a guy was catcalling me and then, like, saw my mask said stay away and actually read it and actually was like, oh, sorry. I was so Come on, mask for, you know, catcall deterrence. (laughs) I mean, that's what made me, like, think about it when I wrote that. Because it's like, I have a little puppy, too. So, especially when shit got shut down and I was like had to be out on the streets and was like very conscious of the fact that people noticed me because of him too. Like I was like, I want people to notice, stay the fuck away. It's working. Is mine actually on? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You can. It says, it says off right there. I don't know. No, you can actually. Oh, actually, yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think that matters, but both of them <laughs> No, I, I tested that one. And, um, yeah, you see? Chicken wings, french fries, tushy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's spiking. <laughs> um, okay. I want one that says, like, if you can read this, back your ass up. We can make that happen. I want one. Can we make that happen? I'll be so happy. <laughs> I really do For want sure. one like that. In black, but it's like, in a writing, it's like, whatever color. I'm like, yes. It's pointing to the map, like. We can do that. Put it on Facebook. Bury that, like, if you can read this. That's the fuck out. Um, 
So, yeah, I don't know. Give me some uh, Sunday afternoon thoughts about um, how you feel about America the Beautiful since we celebrated yeah. here yesterday. Um, I don't really care for America, quote-unquote, the beautiful. Um, I think this country is, like, it's, like, on its way out, if it isn't, like, already with, like, our reality TV show president. Like, I think that says a lot about this country, that we re- elected a reality TV show star. Are you going to vote for Kanye? I am not going to vote for Kanye. I was looking at this voting system, like, I don't, I don't particularly believe in it, like, either way also. Because I feel like as long as we still have an electoral college, our vote does not matter. Like, Donald Trump's electing, or being elected, rather, proved that, like, there's, I don't know if there's, like, some kind of punishment. I think that's, like, a bit harsh, or, like, whatever kind of concession that happens when, like, you know, our elected officials are supposed to vote on our behalf in that, in the electoral college. And it's like, if they don't do it, they're called faithless electors. But like, what happens then? Like, I have not seen anything happen to these people. And so like, the community across the country has shown up in droves to say that we don't want Donald, even though in many ways, Hillary is like, you know, questionably better, I guess. I don't know, but it's like, we are stuck with this man for like four years. And now we have Biden who looks like he doesn't want to be president, but he's just here. It's like I just don't know. Like I'm, I don't, I don't really see myself voting. Like it's really weird. At the same time, until we abolish that system. Well, also, like you said, if we're placing primacy on the electoral college, your vote in New York City really does not fucking matter at all for for presidential election. Can you imagine another four years with this man? Like. We might be like Gilead or something from like Handmaid's Tale. Like, I'm leaving if that happens. <laughs> like, I know. Like, we'll have to get like a submarine or something. It's like, we have to go. It's like, we're going to add like the whole rest of the hat to the mask. There is another election. You guys want to? Join? No. This is like I read a lot of the like articles and things, and they're showing how that we're very well on our way to like a dictatorship. It's in the ways that Trump is different now. Instead of just outright eliminating opposing parties, what he does is he just defunds communities, holding opportunities. And I'm like, <sighs> he's a straight up Nazi president. Like, the fact that he straight up, like, released the upside-down red triangle as a campaign thing 88 times on Facebook is, it's like, how, like, that is the most blatant, like, call-out to the fact that he's actually just a fascist. Like, the fact that we're debating about it is, still is so crazy, but yeah. Those are beautiful. They kind of remind me of the ones from like um us. They're uh, Chinese scissors and they're super sharp. Uh, 
and they're my favorite types of sugars. Can you imagine these like longer and like all gold? Like there's there's longer there's bigger ones. Yeah. I want them. I'm going to get them. Uh, they're at the do the, they sell them at the dollar store right next to my house. I'll bring you some next time. I need them, like... The bigger ones are just, like, imagine blowing this up by, like, 40%. I need that in my life. Okay. They're beautiful. Yeah, they're super cheap, too, and they're, like, they're really sharp and really good for cutting little... Little things. Little things. Or people, if necessary. I dropped these in my house and literally they like landed in my wooden floor like face down. And That's like, like sexy with scary things. Mm -hmm. I like, I like sexy scary. Sexy scary. I want to feel like the tethered. For sure. It's not exciting if it's not scary. So tell me... Uh, tell me, Mercy, tell me about your practice as an artist. We've um, already talked politics on air. We know we're fucked. We're finished. Yeah, um, what, what, what are you working on that? My practices are writing, but I noticed lately that a lot of what I've been writing, or at least my ability to write, is really informed by like sadness and anger. Like, if I'm extremely sad, like, I can write a bunch of shit like at once. If I'm angry, like, I can yeah. write, I've written some dark shit, like, like, awful on someone, but it's like, I have to get it out of my head. It's either that or I'm gonna, like, attack. And I don't want to go to jail, because, like, I don't think I would look good in shit. <laughs> so I write, um, I write those things out. Mm -hmm. I am really into creative direction. You know, the thing is, I just don't have the money all the time. So, but with the space here, I've been able to, you know, envision this as it's really a raw and do-it-yourself element here. Now, I started my GoFundMe. I've met like half of my goal. It has greatly slowed, so I have to get back on that. Mm -hmm. Um. You can cash out though, right? If you don't meet your goal on GoFundMe. They still like they send it to you, like, cause I didn't. This is the thing that scared me. I had my my I had mine set up, but I didn't know that they had like daily withdrawals. So what they would do is they would send like the money to you in increments. So I went to check my bank account one day because I was just spending frivolously. <laughs> and I was like, I'm scared to see if it's gonna be like seven hundred dollars, six hundred dollars, and it's like da 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 da. I was like. <sighs> Where the fuck did all this money come from? I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in trouble. Like, you ever seen one of those memes where like people get like money from their bank out of the blue, and then it's like you have to report it, otherwise like they'll find you and like, slap the bracelets on you or something. And I realized it was from GoFundMe. I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's that's actually pretty sweet. It is, but it's just like I just want to get all of the money so I can buy all the camera equipment. Um. The premium laptop with you know quality specifications because you know, I only have the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you know for the people who are participating in my my passion, my upcoming passion project, you know, I want to give them a little something, you know. Mm-hmm. But we're I'm halfway there, so like go 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 team. What um what do you what's the passion project? It is called, I still have not settled on a name, like, I'm thinking of, like, The Great Burning. It sounds so cheesy, like, The Great Burning. It'll change. Like, I feel like it will. Yeah. Actually, I mean, I'm, I'm between two of them. Um, 
the Great Burning is actually a part of an overarching project. It's called Radical Rest and Surrendering to the Air. Which is basically how we are always in such action. With the protests and a lot of the civil unrest, you know, we go out to these things, whether or not we're on the front lines, whatever it is that we're doing, we don't rest. No one is listening to their bodies. People are like always thirsty, like starving. Like, if you ever just look around at a protest, you just stop. And like a march, and the loop like they're about to fall on the ground, right? And you know, it all sounds good in like theory, like, okay, we're gonna welcome like 42nd Street to like one police plaza. I don't think people really understand the severity of walking from 42nd Street to one police plaza. That's a fucking walk. Yeah, it is. And then it's like, then everyone's moving slow at like a glacial pace, or depending on it, everyone's moving really fast, but ultimately, because of this virus and slowing us down in our homes, people are not physically prepared in the way they used to be. Mm-hmm. And so That's I was like, it's like, like no one listens to their bodies. And for me here, I'm always stressing to them like, yo, you know, y'all don't have time here. Y'all should stay home. You okay? You want a, you want a spot? Bye. No, you're good. moment there <laughs> but yeah like i always tell like you know y'all don't have to come here y'all can stay home like the movement will not cease because we have not created protest material like go home so that's that's very interesting i didn't think about that but like like we don't we don't rest and i was like i took yesterday off like i was like i'm not coming like it's not coming to reaffirm my relationship with myself. And then like, you know, I think it was Thursday, we went to the beach and we had a fucking blast. It's like, we need to do this like every other week. We have to, especially if we're, now that, if, now that we're grown, at least now that our presence is growing, because like with each set of media that we do, People are knowing, oh, to come here. And so what happens is there's always going to be requests coming in to just, like, make things. Can I just, can I just interrupt you and, and just kind of help them yes. with their ladder? Hey, uh, can I make a suggestion about the ladder? Yeah, you have a better. Well, <laughs> if you want to go higher, uh, you can actually just flip it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think you're going to go any higher right now. Okay. Sorry, I'm still with this now that you guys are growing, mm-hmm. you need to take some time to rest. We need to rest. Yeah. And sit. So you've taken two days off. But so far, well, I have. But I know, like, on the days, like, you know, they want to leave early, I'll lock up, mm-hmm. which is fine. But, like, yeah, we need to rest. Remember, we traded last night. And so, like, that's the overarching project is, like, really, like, finding these days to rest. And part of that, the surrendering to the air part comes from Toni Morrison's quote, if you surrender to the air, you can ride it. And, and she greatly informs like my thoughts and politics. So I'm like, yeah. So I guess I might be the mean person everything. I'm like, no, don't come here. Like, do not let me catch you here. And then I'll come here like, 
what happens then? Like, I'll see someone being like, why are you here? You're supposed to be home. Like, what are you working on? You're not supposed to be working. Like, it's okay to just come here and sit here and just be relaxed. Maybe you can. That's true. We're so defined by our productivity that it's like, I have a hard time figuring that shit out. Like, how to, especially now that I've been unemployed, like how to like actually just be as a human as opposed to like having something to, like something to tell people that I'm working on or something that is pushing me forward. It's weird, but it's a good lesson to learn. How many days has Don taken off? None? That one day, I think, um, the, day, the one day we went to the beach. He was supposed to have settled like a Sunday before that, but then I left my headphones here, not even on purpose. I left them here the night before so I came, and he was in here working. And when I walked through the door, he looked terrified. <laughs> I'm like, why are you here? I'm like, you know, I'm not even going to shout at you. Just go home. <laughs> How far away do you live? I live not, not too far from here. Like, in theory, I could walk, but no. <laughs> I have not been on public transportation either. I'm spoiled, so yes, I get over all the time. But then my bank account gets mad at me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I today I took my first Uber in months, and uh, it's fucking like more expensive than I remember that trip being. This Uber is like also really weird, and it's not only just Uber. I think it's like some of the rideshare services where now data has come out that. You know, they charge you more to go in, like, lower-income communities or communities of color. But then I'll come in here, I was like, you know, $12,000 to go home. It's, like, almost always 20 plus, which is, like, strange. That's fucked up. Yeah. But, that's, was, but that's capitalism at work because they probably also get less pure share um, rides in those neighborhoods. So it's, like... And that's why, like, you remember, like, New York City cabs, like, they only really function in Manhattan until ride chairs. New York City cabs, I can't tell you how many times I've had to, like, just, like, really be pissed off on the street because... They won't take They, they would not take you to Brooklyn. They'd be like, oh, I'm not working. Yeah. Your light is on. And then, like, you see them drop up a block. The blocks are really short. And they'll pick someone up. You bitch. <laughs> like, what? And it's like, then it's like, it's such a process to report that. I'm like, I don't feel like doing all that. I have to call someone and probably witness some ridiculous, like, You have to actually time. go testify. When I, like, I actually got so mad that I was going to report some cabbie. And then I called 311. And they were like, yeah, you have to, like, submit a subpoena. And you have to show up in court. And I was like, fuck that. That's too like, much fucking work. Like, <laughs> we just really get people who are not, like, racist, who aren't <laughs> racist, who are willing to drive a cab. Like, that's ridiculous. Like they don't want to go to Brooklyn and it's like that's not my problem like I want to go home you're still getting some money from me like they'll drive all the way to Brooklyn and then I'll drive right back to the city like yeah. hang out downtown like the rest of us do you get a car you get someone who wants one yeah yeah I don't know capitalism sucks booty okay so wait uh, your project, protests, 
Surrender to the wind. Surrender to the air. Yeah. Oh, sorry, to the air. Um, how is that going to be reflected in a piece of film? Basically, what I want to do is I want to build something. I've been really wanting to like burn something. So I'm going to build. I'm going to build something so we can burn it. And I want everyone to bring something that is weighing them down. We're going to burn it. And in essence, they will be made free. So then it's free to like you know to surrender themselves to the air. I like you. That's beautiful. <laughs> Uh, where, where? Here. Here? I'm gonna build it here. And like, I have a very specific look, but I want everyone participating in it to like wear. If they don't wear it, I'll be very upset. Well, then they're, they're not in it. Oh yes, I've already established that if you're not wearing what I want today of, yeah, you'll be cut. You're not, you're <laughs> not in the uniform? Yeah. If you are not in the uniform, it's over for you pretty much. Okay. Um, any other projects you want to talk? Any other projects you want to talk about? Um, no, not right now. Actually, no, I really want to start documenting again with Polaroid cameras. I really love that. Like, Polaroid cameras are, like, insane. Just, um, try, like, just reaching out to, um, I don't know if you guys are comfortable with it or like if it's something that you're into, but a lot of companies, if you just email them, they'll give you sponsorships. And I'm sure, like, this is, so working in film, like, this was something that every production, like, we would get uh, product placement from, like, tons of random companies where we would just, like, email them and be like, this is what we're doing, like, do you want to feature your product in film? Like, every production, I would restock my bar every single time like toilet paper paper towels like and I'm sure that a lot of people will want especially like I'm sure like some there's like smaller Polaroid companies that will give you a bunch of free film in return for a shout out or whatever I wouldn't be surprised like I've like gotten the courage to like go on Twitter I'm like hey you guys want to give me some free shit like People, you'll, you'll be surprised, like, how willing people are to give free shit out, and especially now that, like, companies need some sort of um, social justice element publicly available, like, we were talking about this last time, like, take advantage of that, and, like, see if they can give you free materials, because I'm sure that somebody would sponsor whole bunch of black and brown folks using their Polaroids to It's like brown. amazing. Like, and it's like the worst, it just takes an email and the worst thing that can happen is they'll say no. They'll say no. Yeah. Alright, on to the next company. Exactly. Hello. What's going on? Okay, so this is probably now I switch over to my British accent. Nah. <laughs> I thought about it. Why not? Do you want to hear your British accent? Why not? Can we hear your British accent, Danica? Mine? Uh, I, I don't know. See, I worked so hard to get my American accent, but it's really hard for me to do. Right, right, right. 
How many years coming has, has your American been? I, so, I came here when I was 14, right. and so that's like kind of the cusp of like where you keep your accent or not, and um, before I was here, I lived in France, um, where people would like the second to hear my, my accent, they would like and this was when I was a queen, like, telling me that I should go back to my country and, like, that I was dirtying up the streets of Paris and all this shit. So when I came to America, that was, As like, a 13-year-old. I remember... Dirtying I went, up the streets of Paris. I went into... We better dirty up the come streets on, of Paris. dirty up the streets of Paris. <laughs> like, I remember the most ridiculous was going into a butcher shop and, like, the butcher behind... Like, I was buying some meat for my mom or whatever and, like, the guy heard me and he was like, where are you from? And because the French, like had a lot of Serbian refugees come. They were like super conscious of what was going on and uh, not fans. And he chased me out of the store and I was like, what the fuck is happening? A butcher chased, yeah, yeah. A butcher chased you out of a Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd. Literally. <laughs> Literally. I was a fucking... Well, to talk about Paris, I mean, I love Paris. Love, love Paris down. But, what, I was 2012? No. 2010, my last time in Paris, I was on one of them Delhi bicycles, the kind you rent, uh -huh. like a city bike. Pay for it. Sure, you know, I go around one of them roundabouts, four police cars with that <laughs> surround me to tell me I, I had stolen a bike. It was crazy. I was at this one bar, beautiful bar in the, in the Spanish, what is it? Spanish district, you know? Spanish Quarter is what I was told it was. Sure. They kept sending me bottles at the table, you know, bottles to my table. Mm -hmm. The owner comes out. He Who goes, do they think you were? Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I was gay. That's, I couldn't even, like. That's I was incredible. Twist, so, like, Fuck I was yeah, like, yes, I'm Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Mind you, I was, like, 20. <laughs> that is just so, like, wow. Like, like my mustache had just come in. And they thought you were Eddie fucking Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy. They were like, yes. That's so egregious. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I have male love for the French because of all of that shit. shit. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. And Bezo. Yeah. I want to have sex with that French guy. There's one time. They could, like, speak to me. They would, they would make that <laughs> shit so, like, I feel like they would just, like, take all of every ounce of your self-esteem away it's from raunchy. you. It Isn't raunchy. it? You know, smelly. Oh, no. I like, oh, no. <laughs> and then, I mean, I'm into all that, though. I mean, like, I'm just not into French people. And, like, that is my, that is my fault as a human, is, like, French and German. You have been scarred. Yeah. I don't know how if I want to go on record. That's what Australians make me feel. Aussies, Aussies. Oh, this is Aussies. It's oh, just God. the fetish, fetishization goes so deep. The what that's in the language, like feels like colonial language when I'm talking to them at a bar. But you know, I'm waiting for that to change. You need one that. Makes me feel better about it. Oh, I mean, like, I surely have Australian friends. Mm -hmm. 
but are coming from more indigenous community. You know, like the ones that was really there first. It always it always makes me like a little uncomfortable hearing how like white Australians talk about like you know, I guess like the Aboriginal people there, and, like this is speak so horribly about them, like, you know, this is, like, their native land, so, how dare you? Well, the Australian, the Australian identity is, like, particularly toxic also because they were a penal colony, and so there's so much core shame, like, about their identity, like, the white man's identity that, of course, like, of course, that got taken out on anybody who looked different. Khmer, South Africa, Israel. I mean, it's everywhere. What we're getting at, in, you know, the more we all talk, it's the same thing. It's a global pathology that we too are trying to break from. So I don't want to down, you know, speak down towards any people or like body of people, but like our experience, like as Black Americans, um, mine as a Black African American. How do you feel about that term, also? What, African-American? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't feel any way about it. I just feel like every few decades or so, like, they come up with some new shit that uh-huh. they think sounds better than the last. Because, like, you know, there's blood on the... Like, there's, like, a lot of blood that comes with the term, like... For, what was like? I'm, like, Negro, then, like... <laughs> And it's like there's like African American and like you know black. It's just so much like colored. Being colored, oh my god, like it's such, such an interesting thing considering people who gave us that word always changing color. Always changing depending, color depending and on also their like growing out of language. Like so much of this was like acceptable terminology back then, you know? And now it feels off. More so than anything, it's this idea that like anyone is more American than we. Or like, you know what I mean? Why should the average white American be able to identify nationally as American, whereas the rest of us have to say we're Asian American, American, we're Spanish American, we're Italian American. I mean, I mean, that's just white now, but like, why am I a black American? Why am I an African American? My people's built this fucking nation, like, along with the indigenous people that was here first, that cultivated our entire society and civilization that has been annihilated. Where are those Americans? And I'm sure they do not wish to be called such, so. I feel like African American is, uh, what is it called, onomatopoeia or whatever, uh-huh. like. Yeah, that's why, that's why it works. Yeah, it's, it's like, you can, you can sense the, like, anxiety of, like. Yeah. There's anxiety tied yeah, to, like, yeah. to hearing it, to saying it. And my personal experience has been one of coming into my knowledge of my African ancestry. Like, I have to, I'm learning this day by day. Like, I feel ever more attached, associated to America, a social politic, an African. Sure, the ancestry runs deep on a spiritual level, but, like, I don't know, diddly squat about my African ancestry. I know about my great migration. I know about my grand, my great grandmother that came from North Carolina. You know what I'm saying? But beyond that, you know, I want to learn more about like my ancestry. I just don't trust like sending my 
DNA to some company out here, yeah. and next thing you know, like, there's a clone of me underground somewhere, like, or just, like, when you really look at the American, like, these American countries, like, history, with, like, you know, people, like, actual DNA, like, it's not lost on me, like, they really stole a black woman's, like, DNA, like, three other lives. Yep. And, like, they've done so much, like, work with it. Her DNA is immortal. Can you talk about her? Explain for anyone... Okay, Harry so Henrietta, Henrietta, Lacks, Henrietta Lacks is this black woman. I'm not quite sure the time period, but it's like basically like her DNA is called like the HLA, like HLA, because her DNA is in effect immortal. Like it is like constantly reproducing, and they have stolen this woman's DNA. I think she went for a visit to the GYN. They stole it. Well, they did not tell her, and it like. Great, granted, we have like, all of these medical advances of like and studies were done. Her on studies were done on based off that DNA, and like, there's no consent here. Her family has not seen any restitution whatsoever from this. And then just even then, with like black people's history with like the medical industrial complex in these countries, like pregnant. Like, can you imagine? Like they've really like given people syphilis. Just to see the effect they've given black people in like community syphilis to see the effects. Well, and then the hypocrisy of like using black bodies to come up with all of these scientific discoveries and then say that the black body like does not respond the same way that the white bodies do. Well, they're or, doing that shit in Africa access, now. Or does not have access to the treatment or uh, care that these studies give way to, or findings, that, you know what I'm saying? Then they're like, oh, but we actually can't treat you, or you don't need this. They're doing that shit right now in Africa, like they're trying to give people like some COVID vaccine, like they were insistent that it be tested in Africa, and people are like rejecting it, it's like, no, we're just not guinea pigs for the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, it's like, you want to test that shit on yourself, or people who look like you, and yes, that that's insane like like who thought of that like that thing i think that's that's like no she asked you they were egregious like who up top thought hey let's go test this vaccine on these people in this time well because they'll that, be okay with it like, that goes back to the colonial body the corporate body the, the the criminal body and this trope of the criminal that has been applied to black people Hi. Hey, Hello. Timmy Lee. Hi. Just doing our radio show. Timmy Lee, amazing artist, activist. I like them shoes. Just walked in. Um, yeah, just this idea that like the black body is one that is predestined to be subject to. You know, like anyone has like free reign over our bodies, our land, our resource, um, our culture. Because we are lesser than, less human, more criminal. Um, yeah. And you know, I kind of just like, especially when you speak about like less than, it brings me back to Margaret Garner. Um, she is what inspired the character Beloved and Toni Morrison's book Beloved. And basically, like Margaret Garner, she killed her children but like when she ran away and she took her kids with them and like escaped to freedom they escaped to freedom and then like it's like the slave master came and like in an attempt to like bring her back and she killed her kids with a 
is like, yes, death is better than slavery. And they didn't know what to do with her because if they charged her with murder, then that would mean them recognizing her as a human being, period. How wild. Versus like the, the conundrum was, do we charge her for murder or do we charge her with destruction of property? And just the erasure of that history, like no one, like most of us would not even most have known that know story that. Had, had not been fictionalized in the Toni Morrison book. And then dramatized by Oprah. But like that story is so like at base, like indicative of America. I'm sure that that was not a unique situation. Oh my God, I'm could sure you imagine that how many times that, that, already had, yeah, that had and, happened? Yeah. Or went on to happen? Because even for that story to have had any kind of record for anybody to discover, it means that it, it must have been something commonplace. Yeah, and something that just like, I'm sure that somebody just forgot to erase that part, you know? Hey, hello. Yeah. Oh. Okay, well, do you have uh, Don on your on this inaugural screen? Any any hopeful thoughts? <laughs> any hopeful thoughts? After I... after our July Fourth moment? No, I mean having. Partaken in partaken, yes. Partaken in that uh, ride yesterday. Yeah, tell, tell me about that. Uh, what was the action called? Jesus. It's like oh It was just a really, a really amazing action uh, yesterday. The thousands of bikers rode through the Bronx from Harlem and then lapped Manhattan. Um, I'm hopeful in seeing so many folks ready to denounce these holidays, denounce these monuments, and and find joy or celebration in like cultivating a new. You know, there was still laughter and joy and music at the end, um, and that like love and anger and rage can coexist, and that rage in so many ways can fuel love. Yeah. So let's Have you guys go. found anyone who's writing a new constitution? Ah! It's been five days. We still are looking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling Open everyone. Open applications for a new, one new constitution. constitution. We're accepting a public assistance. One written by the people. The MLS, Cantics, Cantics, let us know. <laughs> yeah, it's like... I, I really want to start from scratch, like, even thinking about, like, emigrating and going to, into a new culture, like, I want to be able to start from scratch. Wouldn't that be a dream, to, like, start a culture that's, like, obviously built on all of the history, but, like, Where's the modern Jesus? Like, where's the cult? Like, where's the cult? Yeah, but that's why, like, I think during during the like mid-century, like during as social like the social justice movement of the '60s was rising, I don't think it's a coincidence that cults were also on the rise, oh, no. and that like we're living this kind of empty existence that's 
not, I have talked about this with you guys already, like, we don't have any spiritual outlet, like, this is kind of, like, I can see how this is a church for people. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's like, how do we codify that so that it becomes a positive virus that can infect other people? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, as we grow, as we grow within this community, uh, we will reckon with and come to terms with what this means and the beginnings of it, you know, the implications of new beginnings. But in many ways, we are starting from scratch, and I'm so happy to be doing it with all of you. Do any of your church members want to join our show? Austin, you want to talk your shit? You want to talk your shit? Please. Yeah. Give us the intro. Let them know who you are, just so, you know, a familiar face, a familiar spirit that is leading the way. Hey, y'all. What's good with you? <laughs> this is Austin. Pronouns, he, then we put it together. Anyway, I love y'all. I love Dawn. I am an artist based in New York City, born and raised, multifaceted. I would consider myself a futurist. Mm. I'm really uh, interested in the anthropology of consciousness and elevating the black consciousness and the black quality of life. What's up? What's the topics? No, I mean, just, just getting to like, know uh, church members. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Um, no, a real lifeblood of my community, I send both our sin and mercy our voices of the generation and I feel tethered to y'all's generation. Not that we're not of the same one. I don't know anymore. But <laughs> it's a tribe. It is tribal shit. You know, I don't know how cultish we wanna go, how cultish it will get. <laughs> you know, what they said it was a white man that said, um, I, I believe he was uh, have a security of America and one of the things he said was the greatest threat to America was what? Black Cult. Unity. Oh. <laughs> Four letter word, same as cult. No, five letter words, excuse me. But damn near. Uh-huh. For some reason, they feel like black people getting together is a cult, or sometimes it's violent. And my biggest thing with elevating the black consciousness is understanding words and spells, mm-hmm. understanding how these things uh, implicate, exactly, or placate us to believe things about ourselves or to believe how we interact with ourselves and others, what ways to do that. And, you know, talking about us becoming a cult. I mean, it's a gag because that's what they're going to call it. <laughs> well, that, that was my joke, but it's like every that like every community is kind of a cult. Like any community that has like an ideology that it operates on where people want like are falling in line with that general mission is kind of a cult, you know? You guys eat together, you guys are working together like that it's not, an, it doesn't have to have a negative connotation necessarily, you know? It's, there are positive cults, like, um, what's, what's, uh, what's the name of the organization that, where their tagline is, uh, save the, uh, save the planet, kill yourself? Shit, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, it's like a radical environmentalist group, and they're technically consider a cult, but like they've done a shit ton of the biggest bit initiatives around uh, climate change that we've seen recently. So it's like, is that really bad? You know? I mean, definitely I feel like intention behind the word 
intention why I go back to Spalls, um, intention is super important. It's like, as it relates to the black experience, the black, blackness as a concept and blackness as a lived experience, two different things, and they both have two different impacts. So in the midst of us fighting for our lives, we are demonized through the black connotation, through the blackness of just the word, just the concept. Um, but I guess when I think of the word cult, I think You can of, come join us, by all means. If you're saying in a, in a positive way, I think of tribe. What else does? What else eats together? What else lives together? What else practices together? What else loves together? What else comes together as a tribe? Um, I guess I would consider this place a tribe, but if it's for gags, just, you know, shits and giggles, then, oh yeah, we're a cult. We're witches and wizards and all that. All that. You know? Um, I just believe in the magic of the space. I believe that it's not bound to physical, you know, material acquisitions or physical amenities, but that we create the space. It's not four, four walls that create the space, but us. Mm. We create the love. We create home. Um, I truly believe that. So I love to be here every day. This saves my life. I'm speaking on you know, save the world and kill yourself. Um, <laughs> I truly feel like, is there is there a way, is there anything, is there a way we could possibly explore saving the world and saving ourselves as one save synonymous? World, save our lives. Exactly, because the mother is everything that gives us life. Um, and it's the, how you treat the dirt that the dirt treats you. So if we can make it synonymous that we are so connected to the earth that it is taking care of ourselves, we would have no, I don't think, any real you know, obstacle or any conclusion to the, to the perspective of which. Intention. Exactly. We, we are setting intentions every day. Our board in so many ways is our list of intentions. And as it be both task and task oriented, physical, physically driven, but also like so much of what we put on that board is like metaphor for more and for the public as well. Um, what's that interview or what's that sound bite from um, when I get home about intention? Nothing without intention. Who was that? That was our friend. Nothing that. without intention. We find that. Um. Yeah. Let's find that and can end on that. And stream live for the rest of the day. Lovely public assistance. Public assistance loves you. Do nothing without. Do nothing without intention. It's true. We're gonna be doing this every day. Uh, I, you guys can. Um, I just downloaded the software onto John's computer, so I can show you how to do it, and you can do it anytime. And it automatically like gives you um, clips of it, so you can upload it as a podcast as well. I can totally teach you how to do it, and I'll be back on a regular basis to do it too. Are you ready to play? Oh, yeah, 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 play. Okay. Percy would be the best, like... Percy, the best at what? You got the lipstick for The lady that used to talk over the mic. I don't know what's <laughs> going on here. The lady that used to talk. Have you ever seen the, um, the lady that whispers on? Okay. Yeah. 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 
I used to watch her. Hey, that means how I did. Hey, I'm talking. Hey, I'm talking. Hey, Nothing without intention. Do nothing without intention.